enough tears for one day. Don't look too don't look too much emotions into place. It will keep calling you back. It's practically made up of my emotions. That's how the trance got y'all. Yet it's me, my trance. But it's not me, me. Let me explain further. Azar said as she whisked them off into the center of the center of the center of the paradise. There on a hill of moss was a tree, the size no bigger than five within a five, six foot man. This was the most intense of the whole paradise. Azar told them to embrace themselves as she wrapped her hijab on and dropped a pair of a, pa- a pair of size she had hidden behind her back. She seemed to be going against a very powerful force. As she got higher and closer to the tree, to the trees, her dressing started ripping off from the arms to the legs, but not the face or the torso. When she was two feet from the tree, she took a knee, doubled up and bowed, holding her hands together as if to offer a prayer of sorts. The force that she was that she had been moving against stopped. Some golden violet liquid like substance started flowing up the moss hill from all directions in some weird motion. A branch broke itself off the tree, forming itself into a flask. Some liquid like substance flowed into the flask. And everything was at ease again. Azar offered more prayers, then came down the Moss Hill. They were all petrified. None of them had words left. Azar came down laughing and smiling at, at Sophie. They said hi. They said hi. She said to Sophie, handing her the flask. Come on. You know I need at least two. Sophie expressed her disappointment but took the flask anyway. She hugged Azar and thanked her. The ladies, ladies and gentlemen, she smiled at Phoenix. That marks the end of Botanicals, the desert ride. Any questions, Sophie will have all your answers as you continue on your journey. Sophie smiled. I can never be mad at you. Too long, you know. They embraced, smiled, kissed and hugged. And now the fruits had since shrunk so much that they could now fit in, in one pocket. Thought they still morphed. Each one took theirs, knowing that they can, they can wheel the fruits back to size up when they like. Azar started talking to them again. As you all live here, live here in peace. I had plans for you to stay, to stay longer. But fortunately, we have done what you have come here for, <clears throat> for fast learners. Now, you are all ready for the death worms. Keep the fruits on you, and nothing supernatural will be able to hurt you. If you ever get stuck and you feel hungry, conjure up a little power, will the fruit to size up and feed you. It can also multiply itself and become more. If you do it wrong or out of sync with yourself, the fruit will poison you. If your intentions are not right, you will attract that unrightfulness intentions from the fruit, and so it will be poisoning you. She said while walking, walking them out of the fortress, they all felt a calm vibe over, 
come over them. They almost had a few fights in one day. <laughs> they found Mary by the car, loading bullets in her Desert Eagle. She, she was ready for a showdown. Phoenix thought of her, she perf the perfection of his wildest dreams. All while Speedy McQueen clanked on him like they were truly married. Now that they had managed to keep the peace, they wanted to stay a while longer, but the motion had already been set. They got into their G-Wagon and drove off. After a minute or two of driving in a straight flat road, Phoenix took a long a look behind for one last look at the fort. It was as if there was nothing there. That kind of power, he thought to himself. Sophie McQueen slept on his path on his lap. As soon as they got into the car, she as soon as they got into the car, she had been quiet quiet after she tried talking Phoenix out of the fortress when she noticed they had been spelled and had been under a trance state for a while. She must have used up a lot of energy to snap out of it, thought Phoenix. And she was wondering how far um, her magic markings on Phoenix had worked. They drove quietly. The only sounds heard was Mary loading and unloading bullets from the Desert Eagle to calm herself down. They got to see one death worm. The area is infamous for its death worms that rival Mongolian death, Mongolian desert death worms. Normally, death worms are attracted by the vibrations caused by the cars traveling the desert. It must be fruits. It must be the fruits, thought Phoenix, who was glad he didn't have to experience another godlike complex. Azar's madness was enough. Beauty really is just skin deep, thought Phoenix, as he finally felt the grasp hold of Azar wear off of him. Finally, able to feel himself, he started playing with Sophie's face. Nobody said much, but in their thoughts, they all had been going haywire in their thoughts about what just happened. Once they had over, overcome the desert back to the airport, Sophie quickly collected all their passports and booked the next connecting flight to Bhutan. Soon after less than an hour of waiting, they boarded their flight to Bhutan. Sophie pulled some out of their world, out of this world strings to get. Sophie pulled some out of this world strings to get them in in Bhutan because the Bhutanese strict expat laws, in order to because of the Bhutanese strict expat laws, in order to protect their culture and heritage. Now, Bhutan is also one of the world's most beautiful places, very clean, almost up to zero carbon footprint. And they care so much about happiness. They have a happiness minister. The, the Bhutanese have a national connection to love in spirituality like no other nation on earth. The Bhutanese have kept their practice well documented and well distributed amongst the locals. There is only one airport that barely gets any action. If any landing action is to be had by the airport the pilot had to be something because the end of the runway is a drop cliff there is no room for errors this has helped a great deal in keeping the sanctuary of, of Bhutan safe
from over-exploration of the Western travelers. And the Bhutanese are highly enlightened. Almost 99.99999% of them are enlightened. So they landed and got off the plane as they, as they got on safe. Just like they got on safe. Customs were ready to have them declare all that they had to declare. They almost had a fight with the customs as Phoenix was defending the fruits. In their shrunk form, they looked like dried fruits. Phoenix had to convince them that they are just relic souvenirs that are very dear to them. After they made it through customs, they had to wait for their pickup. They were to spend the night in, the, in Bhutan, explore a little bit, then find their way to a tribe of Wiccans at the feet of the Himalayas. Why Bhutan? Couldn't we just go straight to Nepal through a chopper to, to, to drop off at the feet of the Himalayas? Nepal, 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 Sri Lanka, Sri Lanka, Sri Lanka, Sri Lanka. Now, wouldn't that have been much more simple? Asked Mary, as her desert eagle has been confiscated due to the laws and regulations. In it, it will be a while before she gets to wield her favorite weapons again. There is a few ingredients that we have to collect from here to form the concussion, responded Sophie. What ingredients can we get here that we can't get in Nepal or Sri Lanka, Sophie? Asked Speedy McQueen, who was totally annoyed at the trip, at the strip down they got at customs. It was medical too. So they got deep and deep. I need to see someone. And it's easier this way, all right? Stop going off on me like that. Anyway, the wild high base, honey, is better than the better from here than it is from the Nepalese side. Sophie responded, Oh, yeah, some honey. Yeah. Let's hope that's not the only treat we get out here, said Phoenix eagerly. Let's get on with it then, said Speedy McQueen. Patience, Sophie said as they walked down the street. The airport shuttle dropped them. It was as if they'd had they, they'd have gone back in time. They looked intimidatingly modern in contrast to the surrounding. The Bhutanese people mostly wore tradition mostly wore their traditional attire, long, well folded robes like they did in ancient times. After a short walk from the street and a few turn, turns, they found a restaurant with an aroma almost the same as the Uyghurs restaurant Phoenix took Sophie. Now Phoenix thought out loud, not realizing Mary and Speedy McQueen didn't know the details of this outing with Sophie. The better sweet face, faces of Speedy McQueen started showing. Phoenix quickly assumed defense mode in order to calm her down as she was already grumpy. They sat in the restaurant, got some Arabic-style water pipes and a fist for four. Sophie kept a lookout for her contact, who didn't come until much later, after they had drunk a bit too much of the beer. Sophie's conduct served as a bodyguard, ending up booking a hotel for them for the night. They woke up to the best view they'd ever had woken up to. The hotel had a balcony-like structure on one side of the infinity pool on the top floor, overlooking the mountainous Bhutan. Breathtaking, 
thought Phoenix as he accepted a cup of morning brew by Speedy McQueen. I take it easy on that morning brew. We got a long way to go today, Sophie advised Phoenix, who wasn't even listening. Now Phoenix thought the morning brew was the sweetest thing he's ever drunk and drank a few of them before passing out. Speedy made Phoenix morning brew consisting of a concussion of herbs plus some wild high bees honey. She put in a bit, a bit much, a bit too much. The wild high bees honey is found deep in the mountains and it's very hard to retrieve because it's hanging from up above and it's the rarest type of honey to get in the world. In some parts of the, of the world, this honey is illegal. Phoenix almost overdosed on the honey, but sleep did the rejuvenation trick. At this point, Mary was talking to, to anyone. All, Mary wasn't talking to anyone. All she wanted to know was when they'll go back so she can get her desert eagles and shoot up something. She had been a military personnel for about 10 years since she was 16 years old. Her love for guns only seemed to grow. More, the more she met more people, the more she got annoyed, the more she loved her guns more than the people. The same love for weapons is observed in all of them. Although only Mary and Phoenix are into guns, other and other weaponry toys, Speedy McQueen and Sophie are the mystic type. They love to conjure up a good old hex and throw it between there. <laughs> Speedy McQueen is easily the most powerful of the ladies, but, but Sophie's older and more experienced. Her wielding and yielding abilities surpass the rest. Mary, Mary's unique combination of gifts and experiences makes her untouchable. With a faint touch of uh, sweet, old, crunchy, short timber in her mix, Phoenix is still finding himself. So, so far, he is still... A work in progress, a wild card, waiting for, for its bombardier moments. He is slowly morphing into a destroyer. Sophie especially loves this part. She doesn't want anyone unnecessarily getting too loose. That's the whole reason she wished him away from Henry um, before Henry recovers and takes Phoenix on a crazy trip. Because she knows the Phoenix in the wrong hands, with the wrong mind will really become something else. On a battlefield, these four would be able to take on a whole battlefield back to back. No doubt. No doubt. It's, it was all up to them to, to learn their dynamics and how to apply themselves accordingly. Phoenix had just the right idea for this, according to the Night Angel trilogy. Because Phoenix was still feeling under the weather, they decided to stay for a day longer in the peaceful Bhutan. They needed the rest to calm Mary down because Mary gets very anxious without her guns. She needed an outlet, a face to crush or something. After a while of everyone minding their business, Sophie went out without saying a word. She stayed out a couple of hours and turns out she got interesting conducts in the paradise of Bhutan. She came back flying a chopper. She woke up Phoenix and Mary and Speedy McQueen who was cuddled up on the balcony by the infinity pool. Sophie sounded the chopper speaker. 
You are surrounded. Exit the buildings with your hands up. They woke up abruptly with Mary and Speedy McQueen stumbling to get a hiding place. They were all naked. Phoenix stood facing the chopper. Sophie, is that you? What the hell? He shouted. Hey, puppy. I stepped out for a bit and the hooches are all over him. She responded, still on the speaker. She landed the chopper and came through to calm them down. She had grabbed some fruits and veggies unique to Bhutan, known to have healing properties. Eat up. We got, we got a change of plans. I got what I wanted in this area. Now we got to go to the other way. We, are, we got to go the other way. She pointed towards the green-lashed mountains of Bhutan. None of them could actively tell what direction she was pointing. Sure, we'll have enough fuel for that way. We'll, we'll show, are you sure we'll have enough fuel for that way? Finished asked belittingly. That's, that baby tanks is huge. It can handle five trips around the world with only five tank refills. <laughs> Sophie laughed as she looked, as she took off her clothes. She then jumped into the infinity pool while telling them to get ready to leave any moment. Phoenix was not liking the idea, plus his head was still buzzing like the bee, like the bees had gotten in there somehow. He grabbed a bag of fruits and headed into the bedroom where Sophie and Mary was had retreated into earlier. With the fruits, he started feeling bad. Is this it? Is this what we came to? It asked him. It's been a minute. Almost forgot you were you are there, he responded. It's safe to have a short conversation here, but you all got to go. The customs must have eyes on you everywhere because of the confiscated weapons. The lady must be worried. Yeah. My Nokia approach isn't serving me too well, but at least you are still here. I read I read somewhere that you are all I ever needed. Customs can come. I won't have much worry because I know I'll always be in you and no and no one can ever separate me from within you, he said to it. It at least you've upgraded. I love you I love you. So much. So I will always have you. I am. You are what? Phoenix asked it. He didn't respond. He just willed him to come down and accelerate healing in all his forms. Sophie came barging into the room looking for something to put on. Let's go, lovelies. There's too many eyes here. They even got drones out there. Let's try and lose them or shoot them down. They picked up and flew off into the mountains. Luckily, the drones didn't follow them as they thought. The chopper turned out better than they expected. Within a few hours, they were out of Bhutan's mountains views. On the other side of the Himalayas, the forest kept was still pretty dense, but Sophie was hovering really close to the trees while, she, while the others freaked out. She knew the spot to land with ease.